right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. All right, all right. All right, all right. All right, this way, this way, hey. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, Buffett, I got you locked in. What is good, everyone? Can I get a welcome? Welcome to the youth takeover. 180 youth represent. Let's go. We have a little intro game for y'all. So if you want to stand up, we're going to play heads or tails. (laughs) Now, how this works. Oh, yeah, sorry. How this works is if you think. um, Oh, yes. I'm going to ask you a question. We're going to ask you a question. And if you think the answer is the first answer, you put your hands on your heads like this. Everyone do it. Hands on your heads. You're all wrong. No, I'm joking. <laughs> and if you think the answer is the second answer, put your hands on your bum. Right? Awesome. Okay, so we have some questions. Right, Jesse, if you want to... Oh, yeah, I'm Jesse, by the way. This is my friend, Mayor. We're going to have a good time, oh, all right? The, these questions are all about 180 and what we're doing and what's happening. So off you go. All right. First question. Where did we have our youth retreat this year? Was it Bundina or the Tops? Which one? What is your choice? Bundina or Stanwell Tops? Mia, what is the answer? The answer is Bundina. If you had your hands on your bums, you gotta sit down. We're not gonna. No? Okay. Everyone. Unlucky. Alright. Second question. Good job to those who are still standing. Second question. Second question. What song was played the most at youth this term? Was it Just Jesus by Hillsong or Danger Zone by um, Tom Cruise? I don't know. One of them. (laughs) It's from the movie, isn't it? (laughs) All right. Oh, we got a bit of a mix. Okay. The answer was... Bums, Danger Zone. Yeah. Whoa, who might that have been? Josh Hunziker? I <laughs> got a lot of people, all right. Jeez. Killed off. All right, good job. We got a few standing. Good, good job, one. good job. Third question. Which dinner is eaten the most at youth? Is it Domino's Pizza or Hot Chips? Oh, this is a tricky... Both are pretty, pretty yeah. great dinners. Oh, we got a few. Yeah, I have no idea. We got a it's few for Domino's, <laughs> we got a few for Hot Chips. All right. If you've got your hands on your heads, you can continue to play. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Next question, next question. Who was the most recent birthday in youth? Was it Phoebe? Or Ruby? Oh, it's a tricky one. Phoebe or Ruby? All right. If you, if you have your hands on your heads, you need to sit down. Ruby's birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, Ruby. Woo! And where is he? I just saw him. Dave. Where is Dave? Dave, stand up. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Dave. Woo! 
happy birthday, Broskito. Okay. All right. <laughs> Who brought the most friends to youth this term? Was it Lizy or Marley? Lizy or well, Marley? <laughs> I wonder what the answer is then. <laughs> All right. The answer is Lizy. But one time, like we had this um, competition the other term, and Marley got this whole fridge of like food and snacks because she brought the most friends. So she has done it before, but Lizy has overtaken. So good job, Lizy. You're killing All right. Next question. Who has made the most damage to church property? Was it this Isaac is or also Isaac? <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your choice? <laughs> Was it Isaac or Isaac? All right. Congratulations, you've all won. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yes, it's Isaac. Isaac is, is a, is a all great right. person. <laughs> the, the penultimate question. Ruth hates awkward silences. True or false? She hates awkward silences. True or false? Uh, um, the answer is false. <laughs> All right, and the final question, final question. Oh. oh. Um, Ruth, um, Ruth is okay with awkward silences because um, she can wait, like she... Uh, it's all good for when God wants to move. She's like, that was the worst explanation. But, you know, <laughs> she's, like, she's like, we can wait for God to move. We, we'll make room. That's why she's, she's all good with awkward silences. That's so. nice. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got there. It's okay. Final question. God has been moving so powerfully in our youth. True or false? This is a this tough is an thing. easy one. This is, this is a thinker. <laughs> All right, Mia, what's the answer? Um, it's actually false. Uh-oh. Oh, no, I'm joking. It's, it's true. <laughs> it is a true fact. God is yes. moving. Call Isaac. Isaac, would you like to come to the stage? Be a good one. All right, while, while he's walking, let's have an awkward silence. Here for Isaac. <laughs> All right, this is the official welcome. I'm uh, so glad to have you guys here. So obviously things are set up a bit differently. Um, welcoming you in into our 180 youth family room um, to come as you are to slow down, rest in God's presence, and spread out a bit. Um, so this is our setup that we have for Ignite, which is like a deeper space that we have. Um, to just hang out with God after youth. So every four or so weeks we do that. Um, so yeah, we just get to relax in his presence. Um, so yeah, we just welcome you to make, you feel, make yourselves feel like you're home, at home. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we want to acknowledge the 180 youth fam that isn't here today. So just shout out to them. Um, we have a gift for all of you, actually. Um, a sparkly pen and paper, which the, one, the youth fam are going to hand out to you now, uh, because we believe that God wants to speak to each and every one of you. I was here this morning, so if a word or lyric or anything at all sparkles for you, we invite you to write it down, because that is the Lord speaking to you. 
And we have a key verse to share with you as well that we often talk about at 180. It's Isaiah 26, 8. It says, Yes, Lord, walking in the way of your truth, we wait eagerly for you, for your name and your renown are the desires of our heart. And I might just pray over everyone. Yes, Lord, walking in the way of your truth, we wait eagerly for you, for your name and your renown are the desires of our heart. Isaiah 26, verse 8. Right, I might just pray for everyone while you're receiving your gifts. Um, please pray with me. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to meet with you together as a big family. We are here for you. We wait eagerly for you to speak to us, to meet with us, to reveal your truth, to transform our hearts. You are the desire of our hearts. We lift up your name. May you get all the glory from today and from our lives as we surrender them to you. Thank you for all you have planned for us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right. We're about to head into a space of worship, and we've got um, a song for you all. Um, we learnt this song at Drastic, the, the camp, the five-day youth camp. Um, and it's a really fun song. Like, you can dance, you can groove to it. But um, we wanted to bring it here so we can really focus on the lyrics and, um, yeah, what this actually means to us. And so the song's called In Rhythm, and we just want this to be a reminder for you to, like, stay in rhythm with God. And, yeah, so as, as much fun as we're going to have, focus on, like, what God's saying in this song, yeah? So we're going to, let's do it. Yeah. Let's get up. Stand up, people. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> Hello. If you want. Is this working? Yeah. Hello. There we go. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay, ready?
days are for you. Yeah. You, all of my days, I'll give my praise, my praise. All of my days are for you. You, all of my days, I'll give my praise, my praise. All of my days are for you. You. coming um this has been our youth's favorite song for the past ages um <laughs> and it's about um god bringing freedom to us and he's here right now and we have a bunch of actions for the bridge so please join in even the oldies gotta yeah get those actions get you guys all right so. let's do this are you ready yes Thank you. 
so the next song we're going to be singing is Make Room, and this one's kind of all about just making space for God to move in our lives and just taking a breath from our busy lives to be able to just appreciate God and just, yeah, just rest in His presence.
Yes, take a seat. Have one of them. <laughs> All right. Um, yes. Our theme for today is based off the word Ayika. Can everybody say Ayika? There we go, one more time. Ayika. Say it with me. Ayika. There we go. Um, which we learnt, we learnt this at Drastic um, when Ruthie shared it and we loved it and we wanted to share it with you too. So, Ruthie, can you share what Ayika means, please? It's a pretty funky word, isn't it? <laughs> How good is it already? Woohoo! All right. So, before I share what it is, I have a question. Have you ever asked God, where are you? <laughs> yes, yeah, so have I. Um, but did you know that God asked that of us too? So our word Aika is first found in the Bible in Genesis where uh, Adam and Eve have just eaten the fruit that God said not to, to protect them and now they're um, full of shame and exposed and they run and hide and try and cover themselves. And in the midst of their mess, um, the first thing that God does is he comes to them and he says, Aika, where are you? Now, obviously, God's God. He knows where they are. So, Aika doesn't mean, where are you? I've lost you. It means, where are you in relation to me? Where are you? Because I'm right here. Where are you? It's such a freeing question. There's no shame in this question from God. It's an invitation to come close, to be real and honest about where we are to come out of hiding and covering ourselves and see that God is right there with us. Wherever we find ourselves, we are not alone. A few months ago, I was thinking about this word, Aika, and I just said to God, oh, Lord, here I am. And I felt instantly he replied, yes, here I am too. The moment that we turn to God, he is there waiting. And a few weeks ago, I had an Aika encounter with God. It was um, a couple of days after Drastic, and uh, I had to move. And um, after pouring so much out, I haven't had, hadn't had the chance to fill back up, and I found myself overwhelmed and exhausted and having a little breakdown. And uh, in the midst of the swirling, I heard God's gentle question, where are you? Because I'm right here. And I realised I'd been holding all of the aftermath of Drastic on my own. I realised that where I was was um, trying to control and hide my uh, real emotions about moving and the pain that was there. I realised I was holding all these burdens that God never asked me to hold. And stopping and seeing where I was um, freed me to release it to God and to see that he was there all along and ready and waiting, and then I could continue on walking with him and aware that he was always there. It's such a comfort, no matter where we find ourselves, there's so much freedom in pausing, looking around and honestly answering, this is where I am, even if we have no idea how we got there, but knowing God's response will always be, right, that is right where I am too. Now let's walk together. So this is our glorious word, Aika, God asking, where are you? 
because I'm right here. God is wherever we are. And I don't know where you find yourself today, but I do know that God is right here, wherever you are. And this morning, um, he just wants to help bring awareness of his presence with you right here. And as some of our amazing youthy share their stories and testimonies of God with them, of his presence in their lives, as they do, keep listening out for those sparkly words of God drawing your attention, of saying, I'm right here, I'm in your story too. So, yeah, that is Aika. And now we're going to hear some Aika stories. Um, oh, I'm Lizzy. Worship songs help me to feel close to God. At Make Room is one of my favorites at the moment. These lines, the lines that stand out to me are, I will make room for you to do whatever you want to and have your way, have your way, Jesus. When I'm going through hard times, these words remind me to let go and let God help me. Whatever it is, I can give to him when I pray and worship. I don't have to do with it alone. When I listen to these songs, I feel comfort knowing that God is for me and and with helping me to find the right solutions. So good, lovely. Welcome, my name is Grace. Yeah. Yeah, the Grace. Oh, my phone's gonna die. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry? Um, no, that's okay. She'll be right. If I can find it. Oh my goodness, I'm so Welcome sorry. Welcome to one of the youth, guys. <laughs> okay, found it. So, um, because I recently shared my testimony at the baptisms, I was a bit stumped about what to, I should talk about today. And that's not saying I had nothing to say. I just wanted to speak my heart about the perfect thing. And it wasn't like God hadn't been working in my life, helping me over ev- every obstacle and being there when I needed to talk. He has been and still was there the whole time through the good and the bad. So when I asked him to reveal a theme that would encompass all of the good, the word people stood out. People makes me think of a group, a body, a community, and a family. It reminds me of the people in my life, the ones I never want to lose, as well as the ones I've been hurt or have hurt. It it resurfaces the memories that are connected with those treasured people, and it reminds me of what they've done for me and how much I need them. To relate this word to my life, I need to go back to Drastic, the camp, at the start of October. Being a teenager, a Christian one at that, comes with many struggles that I spoke about last time. The not fitting in when you are surrounded by oddities who are like you, yet one thing differs you from all the rest, him. When I went to Drastic with a couple of youthies here, it only took 20 minutes for me to feel at home surrounded by his people. We were all unique, yet alike, and were all perfectly made by him. One of my favourite people moments was when we had a silent disco after an intense and terrifying mosh pit, as well as a preaching that left me speechless. Everyone had on their silent disco headphones and were singing along, flicking through the channels to connect with everyone else. Then one particular song came on, take a guess, it was Let It Go from Frozen, (laughs) and (laughs) that song just speaks to me, so I joined in with all the other people singing along. Everyone, no matter who you were, came together in that one moment of peace and let me just say deafening harmony to enjoy the thrill and excitement. I was screaming at and along with people older and younger than me whom I didn't even know at the time, yet we came together as one because we all had something in common, a passion for belting Disney classics. 
They made me feel loved, accepted, whole and full in unison with everyone in that room. It's the people and the environment around you that shape who you are. I've come to realise that surrounding yourself with good people is surrounding yourself in God because he is good. It's the people who time and time again pick me up when I feel like I've lost myself. It's the people who bring joy in the dark and it's the people who are children of God. So as a takeaway from my testimony, I want you to think about the people, the people who make you feel whole and loved, the people who send that one message that makes you makes known the fact that you are recognised and thought about. And last night, I feel terrible, I don't know his name, he said, uh, no, we went to a concert last night, shout out to all of us. Blake Young, there we go. He said, two things have never changed. One, we still need Jesus, and two, we still need each other. That's something that stood out. Um, so think about the people and thank the Lord who made them. Philippians 1.3 says, I thank my God every time I remember you. So thank you to all the people in my life. You have shaped who I am for the better, and you are what I praise God for every single day. Hi, I'm Phoebe, and today, <laughs> and today I'm sharing a little bit about my um, life with God. Um, lately, I've been feeling like I can't connect to God, and instead of hearing His nice and sweet and, and encouraging voice, all I hear is Him being bossy and exhausting and not really very loving. Even though all the Christians in my life talk about how amazing God is, and I absolutely love hearing about that. Hold on, who am I up to? Sorry. And I think, yeah, God loves me, but I just can't really feel him being like that at the moment in my life. But on Friday night at Ignite slash Youth, um, when Pete, who's, I think, no, you didn't say that, um, who's someone from Bundina House, um, and he comes and shares with us at Youth sometimes, um, and, oh, Retreat, sorry, right, um, and Ruthie, um, they were talking heaps about how amazing and loving God is, and even though you can't feel him, He's with you and wants you to know that. At the moment, at that moment, I felt like I felt so overwhelmed with happiness to just hear about how much God really loves me and to hear about him and not the fake God in my head that I keep hearing. I never wanted that night to end because it was a very good feeling. But anyways, um, Ignite was amazing because Pete and Ruthie taught me that God isn't those yucky thoughts in my head. That's the enemy. God loves me so much and is super loving and he hates to see us broken. So now, even though it's really hard and I'm still getting there, I'm starting to feel like I can understand more about our true God and not the fake one in my head. Also that night when Ruthie and two of my um, other friends, Ashley and Hannah, were praying for me, even though I hadn't told them what was going on for me, they still somehow knew pretty much what to pray for me. And I think that was God at work because he knew exactly what I needed and he worked through me to tell them what I needed to hear. That was an absolutely epic night and I felt so loved and I could feel God at work. Oh, and it just deleted. That's so great. Um, can I use the one on your phone? Kind regards. Thank you. Sorts about that. <laughs> Uh, hey guys, I'm Ruby and I'm going to be talking about how to glorify God by loving yourself in just a few minutes. So this is pretty new for me and something I'm still learning but really helped me in the last few weeks. So at church we have love God, love others. It's pretty much everywhere we look. It's our fountain. But sometimes we skip the third part of this commandment, to love yourself. 
In the Bible, it says that God created us in his image and declared us as very good and that we are his masterpiece. So that we may, so when we hate ourselves and our body, we are really saying what God created isn't good. It also says that our body are his temples and that we, and he chooses to dwell within us. So when we reject ourselves, we are also rejecting the home where God lives. Whilst it is very hard to love ourselves with all of society's perceived imperfections lying to us and comparing our bodies to others in shapes, sizes and colours, it is not the way God sees us at all. We might see a sunset and say, wow, God is so amazing, but then get home and look at the mirror and sigh as if he didn't make both as beautiful and unique. God says that we are wonderfully made and says that we are the apple of his eye. He says we are his beloved. He says we are his delight. Jesus proves his love for us and valued us and how valued we are to him. And I've been learning to agree with that, what he has said it, um, about me, more than what society says about me at the times. Last week, we watched a sermon with Ruthie on loving yourself, and it was so, so good. That's when we heard the phrase, God gets the most glory when you enjoy how he made you. I'm going to say it again because it's really good. God gets the most glory when we enjoy how he made us. Why? Because when, when we love ourselves the way God loves the way God does, and stop being divided against ourselves. We can love him and others freely and fully. And, and how do we love ourselves? By rejecting the lies that we say, that say anything other than what God says about us. The own, they only have power when we agree with them. And instead of agreeing, and instead agree with God's truths about us. We love ourselves by receiving God's love for us, by seeing ourselves as he sees us. A catchphrase we've been saying is, yes, Lord, we receive your love. His love truly changes everything. The more we let love in, the better life gets. So I wonder next time if you look in the mirror, if you can see, like I'm learning to, a valuable, chosen treasure that God has handmade and declared is very good because when we agree his truth and love about what he does, we glorify him. Thank you. Hello, um, I'm Emily, and I'm gonna, I've been learning a lot about how God loves us um, in the past few weeks, so I thought I'd share some key standout points with you. Um, the first one comes from Colossians 3.12, and it says, As God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Um, if we let ourselves be loved by him, these fruits flow out of us naturally. Um, I found, I'm not sure if there's a slide up for this. Oh, here we go. Um, I found this on the internet and it stood out to me, so I thought I'd draw it as me. Um, it just reminds me that God's love is like the biggest, comfiest, warmest jumper that you could ever imagine and you're constantly wrapped in it. Um, and, yeah, it's just the feeling of being completely soaked in his presence. Um, I also... There's another slide with some Ruth truths that regularly remind me that I'm completely smothered in his love. These are I am statements about my identity in God. Um, his love is like a wraparound shield that protects us all the way around and just completely smothers us. So that's you there in the middle and you're wrapped by all those lovely and beautiful words and many more than that. Um, another point I had was a couple of weeks ago on Monday I was having a really rough day and on the way home from school I remembered a message that Ruthie had sent that morning and she said, 
um, she was praying for all of us to see the beautiful things that God had for us today. And so on the way home from school, when I was feeling pretty down, I made a list of all the beautiful things that um, God had showed me that day and I came up with quite a lot of things. Um, And I realised that even when I was having a really awful day, God was still showing his love for me in the little things. Um, And God will find so, so many unique ways to get his love to you. That was something that we heard in um, the test, uh, the um, the sermon about loving yourself, um, and it really, really stood out. He's constantly sending you little love notes throughout your day, and you just need to train your eyes to look for them. A few of mine are through um, music and song lyrics, rainbows, like I talked about at my baptism. But there was a really awesome one at church last week. If you were here. Um, out in nature, just looking at all the beautiful things, and like Ruby said, um, that I'm just as unique and beautiful like everything I see, Um, and hugs with my favourite people. Remember that God's love is absolutely smothering you, and I encourage you to look out for God's little love notes each and every day, because he sends lots of them. You just need to keep your eyes out. Right, I just want to um, speak to you about um, our experience with the takeover and how we went about the preparation leading up to this. Uh, most of us went to Drastic in the holidays, and as you've heard, uh, a lot of the songs we've done today we learned at Drastic. Um, at Drastic, we got a bit of an insight into how, uh, how to worship and put out everything into God. Um, we learnt different ways we can worship, how to worship God daily, but we also have learnt that worship is not a performance, not at all. Um, Ruthie said this every time we talked about the takeover, and I found myse- myself saying it every time too, but um, what we're doing on stage here uh, is an outwards expression of how God is moving in us, um, which is really cool. Leading up to the takeover, we also did a fast, if people don't know what that is, you, um, what's it called? You don't do, you give up something, that's the word, thank you. You give up something and then take up something in exchange for it, you know. Um, We did a fast. Um, We did this because we wanted uh, God to just be our focus and be the centre of our attention. Um, People fasted some things like worldly music, or meaning we only listen to worship music. Um, TV, Netflix, YouTube, negative self-talk. Fifi was our inspiration for that one. Um, TikTok and so much more. Um, I fasted... What did I fast? I fasted um, negative self-talk, TV and worldly music. Um, And for me, this was a a bit of a struggle for the first week. I became very unaware um, all the time of my thoughts and was not taking care of um, what I was telling myself. Um, Yeah, I just paid no mind to anything. Um, The worship music I was listening to was not hitting the spot, which sucked. I didn't take time to actually let the lyrics sing. Um, I felt no prompting to be with God. Um, 
but yeah, I took a big moment to just fully surrender what I had going on to God, and I said, God, have your way, God, move, God, do your thing, like, just do it, and immediately I knew that it was just God and I in that moment, it was just like, like you were saying, like, hugs with your friends, it was just me and God, big hug. Um, it was intimate, it was perfect, I knew that I was God's marvellous, messy, beautiful, broken, found creation. Um, from there on out, I've tried finding God in almost every little thing I do, like you, like you were saying. Um, hold on. Wait for it. Awkward silence. Sorry. <laughs> um, in every little thing I do. Um, it's really cool. So like, like Emily was saying, when you're going on a walk and you see something and it's like really cool, you're like, whoa, God made that. Oh. <laughs> um, um, even in like schoolwork and hard things, um, uh, he's there. Um, and he's there in our emotions and our crying and our laughing and our, our everything. Sorry, that was a lot of things. Um, fasting helps us grow in our hunger for God. And I'm being, and I'm super hungry now and being satisfied at the same time. Um, I quickly just want to share the magic that happened at Jurassic. Woo, Jurassic. Um, uh, most of the week, I didn't feel like God was going to do anything or meet me at all. Uh, I was seeing it happen in so many people, but I didn't feel anything. Uh, it got to the last day, and I still didn't really feel it. It was five days, by the way. I was like, oh, damn. That Thursday night was such a drastic, see what I did there, an extreme feeling of joy and freedom. Uh, I couldn't help but just tell people and be like, dude, I feel so free right now. Let's go adventure. Um, so I told my good friend, Emily, um, and we prayed and we said, God, tell us what to do. Tell us where to go. And we did not know most of the people we ended up praying for, but we followed God and we got to bless so many people um, with God's abundant love and radical inclusivity. Um, it's the coolest feeling ever, so yeah. thank you for that. Um, I very much hope, yeah, well, God was there. Thank you, God. Um, I very much hope God can meet you this morning like that or in the way that he knows is best for you. God is so good. He's moving. Hi, so I'm going to keep this short because I'm scared. There's a lot of people here. Uh, I'm Ben. I'm Ben. Hi. Um, I'm going to share a couple words that stuck out to me during a small camp that you may not have heard of. It's called Drastic. Um, so last night, I just thought back on a couple of things that stuck out to me at camp, and I came up with the words excitement, love, joy, safe, and seen. Um, during Drastic, we did an incredible thing on day three. We went to the giant swing known as Goliath, terrifying. Um, and I just remember as I got pulled to the top, you could see a beautiful view over everything above the clouds and just, it was insane. And it just stuck out to me how much you could see and how beautiful what God created was. 
Um, and the exciting part was when you pull the cord, you stay still for a second, you feel a jolt, and then you dive through. And for the sermon that night, um, I got an image of same thing as the giant swing, but I was plunging into God's arms. And it sounds weird, because I don't know how that works, but it was nice, and I loved that. Next, love and joy. On the first two nights of Drastic, um, they invited us up to get prayer from the leaders, and I got prayer from Isaac there, and my small group leader, Darcy, who was incredible. And I felt so loved in that space because I just could feel God's presence around me and everyone there. And then as I sat down, I felt safe because um, Tim from the youth retreat, who unfortunately is not here, um, just showed up out of nowhere and gave me the best hug that I've ever had. And it just felt so relaxing and just like I was where I was meant to be. So yeah, that's my time at Drastic. All right, how incredible is what God's doing in our youthies? All right, um, we are... All right, so I'm going to be reading... Oh, let's see if I can jump this. Okay. I'm going to be reading um, Psalms 29, 1, 5 to 12 to 15. And I only got given this this morning, so be nice. <laughs> You're so enjoyable to come before you with uncontainable praises spilling from your hearts. How we love to pray, how we love to sing our praises over and over to you, to the matchless, matchless God, high and exalted over all. At each and every sunrise, we'll be thanking you for your kindness and love. At the sunsets, as the sunsets and through all the night, we'll keep proclaiming you are so faithful. Melodies of praise will fill the air as every musical instrument joined with every heart overflows with worship. No wonder I'm so glad I can't keep it in. Lord, I'm shouting with glee over all you've done for all you've done for with me. What mighty miracles and your power at work, just to name a few. Depths of purpose and layers of meaning saturate everything you do. Yes, look how... Look how you've made all your loved ones to flourish like palm trees, each one growing in victory, standing in strength. You've transplanted them into your heavenly courtyard where they're thriving before you, for in your presence they will overflow and be anointed. Even in old age they will stay fresh, bearing luscious fruit and faithfully. <laughs> Listen to them with pleasure, they still proclaim, you're so good. You're my beautiful strength. You've never made a mistake with me. So now we're just going to move into a time of thanking God for all he's done in our lives. We're going to sing a song and I'm going to sing two songs, yes. And then we're going to move into a sort of very chill and relaxed space where you can just... It's like a soaker session at youth, so we're going to soak in his presence and his love. So, hope you enjoy. Oh, and please oh. stand up if you if you want to.
into a bit of a chill session. Yeah. So, so yeah. You can sit down or stay standing, whatever you'd like.
you the best. He loves me the most. Um, there's nothing that you can do that can change his love. Um, yeah, and yeah, just sit in that and soak it all in. saying to us right now, where are you, my beloved? Because I'm right here with you. Wherever you are, I'm there. If you are up or down, running away or home, I'm there. If you are near or far, I'm there. I am here with you. You got, got one. this one. <laughs> so Isaiah 54 verse 10. For even if the mountains walk away and the hills fall to pieces, my love won't walk away from you. It will never be removed. My covenant of peace won't fall apart, says the Lord, whose love and compassion will never give up on you. Whose love and compassion will never give up on you. Can you believe that? Like forever and ever, and that's a long time. So we welcome you to rest in God's presence here with us. And if you'd like to sit and soak, please do. If you'd like prayer, we'd love to pray for you. And if that's you, maybe just hold out your hands as a sign of, here I am, Lord, and I'm open to you. And we would absolutely be delighted to come and pray and bless what God is doing in you. Alright, everybody, sorry to interrupt. 
if you're in the middle of something. But first off, I just want to thank you for being here in this space because it really means a lot to us that you get to experience what we do often and it makes us feel very happy that you are experiencing God's love through the like the ways that we do so I just want to thank you for being in this space now the classic question that Ruth always asks us every time we hear a sermon or read a verse or sit with God is what stood out for you thanks Mingus it's become our youth catchphrase and why does she ask this because whatever stood out for us is what God is highlighting. It's what God is speaking directly to us. It's training us to listen to him. So we want to invite you into this powerful question, what stood out for you? Now, we've got some cards to write down a key thought. This is your cue. How, <laughs> how cool that God has something unique for each of us. So we invite you to write something down what stood out for you, and share it with the people near you to spread the love. So, yes. That's, that's awesome, guys. All right. So, ooh, silence. Um, so those cards are for you guys to keep uh, and to take home and to look back on if you want to um, remember what you're thinking or what, you've, what you're holding on to. Um, We're just going to lead you into um, some epic worship to close us up. Um, But yeah, um, keep those, hold on to them. Remember what God's done today. Good one, Phoebe. Um, And yeah, let's let's worship. If you want to stand, you can stand. If you want to sit, you can sit. But let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get pumped for God. Yeah, I did. You guys can stand if you want. me. 
tag. It's not really um, full song. S sing along. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is enough for us. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. Uh, we hope you've been encouraged that God is right here with you. Um, so if you guys might have seen walking in, there's a massive wall of notes like just outside the doors here. So that's actually the testimony wall from Drastic. Um, and there's heaps of amazing things um, like testimonies that people uh, wrote while you know we were on camp. Um, so yeah, feel free to have a read of those and be encouraged by that. Yeah, God is definitely working through um, everyone at Drastic, and that shows it. Also, on your way out, we've got some little Aiki cards to give you. They match our shirts, they're pretty cool. Just as a reminder throughout the next couple of weeks or however long it lasts, that um, God is with us, and just you'll remember this time. It's got the date on it as well. One of you take over. You'll remember what we've shared with you and how you can share that to others as well. Yep, so. Takeover, and we'd love you to join us. <laughs>